Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Thursday, April the 20th, 2023. It is currently 9.01 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, if I was to get up from this table here in the studio and walk around the table and walk directly down the stairs, open the door that will that will lead me right into our, the kitchen area of my home. I walk through the kitchen, kind of walk through slash dining room, living room kind of area. I'll walk into a hallway. If I take a right and walk down the hallway, I will walk into what I, I, t- I typically refer to as the media room, right? Has my stereo equipment, has my television. And if I was to sit down on my couch, grab one of the controllers and start looking on my television, I'm going to see a number of streaming apps, right? Apple Television, Netflix, Amazon Amazon Prime, Peacock, Paramount, Paramount Plus, Hulu, a direct TV stream. I, I don't, I, I, there's so many. I don't even, I don't know if I can remember all of them, but they're all right there. And each one offers thousands upon thousands of hours of content, television series, movies, documentaries. I've got live television. I've got on demand. I mean, it's just, there is so much. Just take the Netflix app. Just, just, I don't know if you use Netflix. I don't know which streaming service you use. So you just go to the streaming service you typically use. Think about how much content is there that in a roundabout way you're paying for because you're paying a monthly subscription, right? You're paying $10 a month, $15 a month, whatever you're paying, depending which television service. Think about all of the content that is available and think about how much of that content you actually watch, you actually access, that you even know is on the app on a monthly basis. Like how much do you don't even know that it's there? Right. You don't even know that it's on there. there. There's been times I've talked to someone about a television show and they'll be like, which, which uh, app is that on or which streaming service? And I'll name it. And I'll like, Oh wait, it's on that streaming service. I have that. I didn't even know it was available that like they won't even know. So think about how much you don't even know is there, how much you don't watch. Now it's, it's, there's so much. And a lot of people will be like, oh, I couldn't find anything to watch. I'm like, you could not find anything to watch. There's a billion hours of content available right there. And you, I couldn't find anything. What do you mean you couldn't find anything? The thing is you start looking and sometimes you just almost feel a sense of that you're just overwhelmed. There's just so much available that after all, it just, well, you start, I, I dare I say, you start taking it for granted. You just kind of like, or you just kind of get so overwhelmed that there's so much that you say, ah, never mind, just forget it. I can't find anything. Think about how much is available just in that context. Now, some of you are like, I do not watch television. Okay, we'll get to something that maybe you do use. But for those of you who use television or if forget television, maybe you're a music fan. Just think of a music streaming app, right? Just think of a music streaming app. How much is available 
I, I, I cannot speak for you, but because as much as I love music, I feel that sense of being overwhelmed almost every single day. I'll open up whichever music streaming uh, service I'm going to use, and it'll be like, there's just so much. And I'm like, what do I listen to? What do I listen to? What do I listen to? And when, at some point when I finally stop, I always feel somewhat frustrated. I'm like, well, I mean, I, I didn't listen to that album, and I listened to a couple of songs on that playlist. I didn't finish finish the playlist. And so I feel like, like, I, I, I'm not getting, like, there's all this here. What do I do? Same thing with podcast apps, right? I'll be like, oh man. I mean, there was, there was like a thousand new episodes today dropped on, on all of these podcasts. How many can I even listen to? I, I, my Kindle, how many books? There's so much available to us. And that leads to some problems. I grab, uh, when I first walked up here this evening, I grabbed my, journal, and I just wrote at the top in pencil, how to benefit, question mark. And then I wrote these words, the more available, the less you benefit, enjoy, and appreciate. The more that is available to you, the less you benefit from it, the less you enjoy it, and the less you appreciate it. And and then I wrote another line, abundance decreases appreciation. Abundance decreases appreciation. Oh, you you have to know that is true. Now, I, I don't know your age. Uh, I don't know what you grew up with or what you grew up without, but I'll just offer some examples from my own life. Some of you may remember this. Uh, others of you are going to be like, wait, are, that's crazy. That sounds like you lived in some horrible, horrible movie that you finally escaped from. Okay, but no, this was reality. Right, do you remember this? <laughs> do you remember this? If you wanted to see a movie, you had to go to a movie theater, okay? Do you remember those days? Oh man, I want to see a movie. And so when you went to the movie theater, I mean, to be honest, it really didn't matter. I mean, because there was no bad movie because it was this unique, special experience. You got dressed, you got in a car, you went. It was, it was awesome. It was like, it didn't matter what the movie was. I mean, you found some reason to enjoy it, some reason to like it. You did very little complaining about it or saying it was boring because you didn't know the next time. It may be a month before you get to come back to the movies. It may be two months. It, uh, it was, um, Okay, someone says, I do not remember those days. It, it was, it was, it was, I mean, in some ways I loved it, right? Now for me, I went to the movies far more than most people because there was a theater on Butternut Street in Abilene, Texas. I, I get upset every day I drive past it. I know I shouldn't. Now it's a Salvation Army. That's where the Metro movie theater used to be. I am so glad that it's there to help people in need. I just wish they would have put the building somewhere else and preserved the Metro movie theater because it it meant a lot to me. And here's what would happen. Every Friday night, sometimes uh, Saturday night, the car would pull up right there at the curb at the Metro Movie Theater in Abilene, Texas on Butternut Street. And me and my brother would get out. We were, I mean, we were little, like super little. 
And we would go in and the women who owned and operated the theater, there were these two older ladies who had been working at that theater since like the 50s. And I guess they worked there and then they ultimately bought it and owned it, right? Well, my dad went to that theater when he was little, right? So they knew my dad. And so they just always like, we would walk in and they would be like, hey, and you know, do you want, you know, a hot dog? Do you want popcorn? Like, you know, they're always super cool with us. And then we would just, me and my brother would, you know, get our snacks and then we would walk down and sit. And then every once in a while, you know, they, uh, one of the older ladies would come down just to make sure that we were okay. We were never acting up because, well, we knew that would be bad. So we, you know, we, we watched and it was two movies. It was two movies. And oh man, I didn't care what it was. Now, how it worked is my brother always fell asleep by, in the second one always fell asleep. I was always awake. And we, and now we were clearly not watching things that were appropriate for children are that age to be watching. Trust me, we were not watching things that were kids, kid approved by no means because it did not matter what was showing. We got dropped off. It didn't matter what was in it. Didn't matter how many murders, didn't matter how, how psychologically scarring. I mean, everything from the exorcist to jaws to you name it, alien, you, you just go on and on and on and on and on. All the horror movies and and it didn't matter it didn't matter what was in it but um it, but no matter how bad or good quote unquote the movie we never came out of it going oh no because it was cool even though we went every week it was still special it was still special and then oh man do you remember when all of a sudden wait you can go to a video store and rent movies what is this? What world have we entered, right? You can, and you can just pick. You don't just have to see what's showing at the theater. You, you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and you would rent five, six, seven movies, and I'd stay up all night and watch them. Every Tuesday at our video rental place was horror movie night every Tuesday, and you could rent like, I don't know, six movies, seven movies for like $3. And I would, I would, I mean, I'd stay up all night, go to school the next day without sleep. But, but it was, you, you, you appreciated it because you didn't have so much of it. It was, it was limited. And the more that it was limited, the more you appreciated it, the more you enjoyed it, the less likely you were to complain about it. And you got the most out of it. I mean, I still remember those movies, like, you know, like I remember them because it was such a special time. And then the next thing you know, it then, you know, television went from three or four channels to now you have a hundred channels. And then you had, and then they, the channels were on 24 hours a day. And then the next thing you know, you had videos. And then the next thing you know, you could have Netflix send the DVDs directly to your house. And then the next thing you know, you could start streaming. And the next thing you know, you had thousands and hundreds of thousands of things available to you 24 hours a day, seven days. Days a week and little by little now people are like yeah maybe i'll watch something yeah you just take it for granted you take it you just you know you know you you, you how much is there that you're not benefiting from now i've spent 10 minutes trying to articulate that trying to explain that because i think in a roundabout way christians we've entered into that world in 2023 and i don't think we realize it and just as I don't really know the solution and a roundabout way to get people to really appreciate, to really enjoy, to really benefit from all of that content. I mean, the only way is to really limit how much is available to you, like cancel all streaming services except one. And that's the only one you watch for one entire month. 
That's it. That's the only thing available to you. You'll probably start digging deep into the archives. You'll probably start going, whoa, well, I'm, I'm all the way to the letter Z. Okay. You're going to, because that's all that would be available to you. Right. But it's hard to do that because the minute like, oh, I can't find anything. Well, I'll subscribe to that one. Okay. Well, I'll subscribe. And next thing you know, you've got 900 subscriptions. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, right? But Christians, we have the same situation. And I've talked about this so many times and I, 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 yeah, I'm yet to find a solution even for me. So let me try to explain from a Christian perspective. If we take the Edify Christian podcast app, I think they advertise over 2 million podcasts, all theological, biblical, Christian adjacent in some way, shape, or form. They're connected to Christianity in some way, shape, or form. They don't have like a statement of faith or anything that determines what's on there. But that's a lot to, to, that's just a lot to look through. I mean, there are so many podcasts there that it's, it's hard to even process. That's just the Edify Christian podcast app. If you take the Sermons 2.0 app, once again, I think they, they, I think they advertise well over 2 million sermons. In fact, let me see here. I know they, they refer to it as the largest library of free sermons. Um, let me see if I can, if I can go to uh, the, the, the original website. I don't want to go to the a beta site. Um, oh yeah, a library of 2 million. 495,168 free sermons, 2,495,168 sermons available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I mean, come on. How many of those sermons are sitting there in that library? Like nobody's ever going to find them. They probably got, I I mean, like I've gone searching and just kind of go deep diving. What what you would call sometimes in music called crate diving, where you go look through the crates, trying to find some, you know, musical treasure that nobody has ever discovered. Right. So I kind of call it sermon crate diving, right. Where I grab the sermons 2.0 app or the sermon uh, audio website and I'll just start digging. And I'm like, I'm just looking and looking and looking and, and, and I'll, and I'll find some sermon and I'll start playing it and I'll look and I'll be like, only 13 people have heard this? Only 16 people? And then you're like, of all the millions of people who profess Christianity, only 13 people have found this sermon? I'm like, like, come on now. Like, how is that humanly possible? That can't be possible. And But but guess what? When you've got the Christian, when you got the Edify Christian podcast app, that's over a 2 million Christian podcast. You've got Sermons 2.0. That's over 2 million sermons. We won't even get into, let's see, I don't think I have numbers here. I don't have numbers here. If I go to sermons.net, I got their app, sermon.net app. All right, if I'm opening up the sermon.net app, and right here, well, the sermons that are just popping up is Faith and the Duty of Forgiveness, Think It Not Strange, uh, God knows deliverance from Satan's kingdom. Uh, the fifth trumpet, what, what it, what's it gonna be? Part two, how does the resurrection matter? The fifth trumpet, um, binge the Bible season one controlling Connie. I don't know what in the world that is. Uh, how do you want it to end? I mean, I can just, just I, don't, I mean, that's just all things that have been released in the last few, <laughs> last hour or so. Um, that, that's just sermon. So now if I take sermons.net, 
the Edify Christian Podcast app, and Sermons 2.0. And I just take those three apps. Forget everything else, right? I've got the BBN Christian Radio app, right? Well, they've got constant teaching made on demand. Like, forget the radio. They got all the on demand. Family radio, all this stuff on demand. Moody radio. I mean, you go through all the different ministries in touch. Charles Stanley just recently died. If you go to the in touch app, that's 24 seven, Charles Stanley playing around the clock. J Vernon McGee, his entire five year series through the Bible is available for you to listen to whenever you want. All of his Sunday sermons are available there. If we go to, we can go to Jack Hibbs from Calvary Chapel. He has an app. Uh, We've been talking about Sandals Church there. I mean, literally, There is so much available. There's no way to even put it into words. Now, when you have that many sermons, that many Christian podcasts, that many seminaries putting out their content for you to listen to, Bible colleges putting, there are so many ministries putting out content 24-7. You're never going to, like, what do you do with it? One, you lose appreciation for it. Now, I can remember once again, and and, in some ways, in some ways, this is, I guess, a, a good thing to have this perspective, but I can remember that, oh, oh, I want to hear, you know, I want to hear Christian teaching. I want to hear preaching, right? I want to hear teaching. Well, okay, I would have to wait um, till, you see, when did, I think the first, the first teaching, there was, there was Derek Prince that came on in the morning on KGNZ 88.1 FM. That's the first Christian radio station I ever stumbled upon. KGNZ 88.1. And the morning... It was mainly music. I think they had Derek Prince. And then at around like 11 or 12, they had focus on the family. And then it was around 3 p.m., I think, when they had uh, Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll. Now, that was that was major. Then there was another Christian radio station where I heard Chuck Smith and John MacArthur. So, um, but they, they came on. I mean, that, that was it. I mean, like they played and when it was over, it was over. You couldn't go back and listen to it. They couldn't subscribe to it. You just had to be sitting at the radio when it came on. So I made I became very good at making sure I had my stereo equipment ready when they came on. Boom. Do you remember this? Hitting record on a cassette tape. So I had all these cassette tapes of all of these sermons and and, and ministries recorded. Well, guess what? You know how much you would appreciate those? Because it was like, whoa, I got that. I got that recorded. I got that recorded. Because if you wanted to hear a sermon, you had to wait until they came on the Christian radio station. You couldn't just like listen to it or you had to go to church. You You had to literally go to church to hear a sermon. You would appreciate everything so much more. But today, I, I, I don't know. What do you do? What do you do? And I want you to think about, and, and this is just, this is really just me sitting in the studio on a Thursday evening thinking out loud. Um, and I, and I had this, and, and I've, I've been having this thought and trying to, to figure these things out for, for a long time. This always, it bothers me mainly for, first for me, because I know I lived in a time where I didn't have all this available. And so this happens to me so many times. It'll be, I'll, you know, I'll finally decide to get in bed one in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning, whenever I've finally decided to lay down. Or even if I don't, don't if I decide not to go to bed, right? I decide not to go to bed. It'll be two, three in the morning and I'll be either walking around the house or sitting here in the studio or doing or sitting in the media room. And all of a sudden it'll hit me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This whole day has passed. I haven't listened to anything. I, I haven't listened to any of the Christian podcasts I subscribe to. 
haven't listened to any sermons. What am I doing? And then if I do lay down, sometimes I'll reach over and grab my iPad. And I'm like, what? oh, no. I, 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 and, and, and sometimes, you know, throughout the day, because one of the things I do love about podcasts is all the notifications. I like to make sure I love the podcast apps that give me the most up-to-date and constant notifications because I just love seeing those notifications. Look, new content, new content, new content, new content. But sometimes it will hit me. 90% of that I'm never going to listen to. 90% of that I'm never going to hear. I, I'm just not. I'm never going to listen to it. I'm never going to hear it. Never, never. Right now I've just got, I got three podcast notifications that just popped up while I was talking. Fox News hourly update, news from CBS Evening News, and a new episode from CBS Evening News. Three three notifications all just dropped right at the same second um, from three different podcasting apps. Um, and I, I probably won't get to any of that. I probably won't get to any of that. And here in a little bit, there, there'll probably be uh, more notifications. I could just sit here and read my notifications. But just how many Christian podcasts dropped today that I probably won't get to? How many sermons do you think? How many sermons do you think have dropped? Have been, I, I'm using a musical a, a music term that we use when talking about music. Or oh, the new single dropped. How many sermons, let me state it this way, were uploaded today on the Sermons 2.0 app alone? How, how, how many? Now, if I, if I go to the Sermons 2.0 app right now, and I just go to my feed, these are the things I subscribe to. Right now, I see, I say 28 minutes ago, Fairhaven Baptist Church and College dropped a, I keep saying dropped, uploaded a sermon called Holy Heartburn. That's from Fairhaven Baptist Church and College. Holy Heartburn. One hour ago, Thy Rod and Thy Staff radio program uploaded a message entitled, God Says Humble Yourself. One hour ago, Grace Protestant Reformed Church uploaded a message entitled, A Heart That Does Not Afflict Willingly. Right? Also an hour ago from the same church, Grace Protestant Reformed Church, Confessing to Be a Stranger with God. Underneath that, another sermon uh, uploaded one hour ago, Free Reformed Church of Grand Rapids, Abraham and Lot. Also an hour ago from Free Reformed Grace uh, Church, The Sacrifices from a series on Leviticus. Also from Free Reformed uh, Church of Grand Rapids, two hours ago, Offering a Sacrifice. And I mean, I I could just, I could sit here. Oh, wait, four hours ago, Theology Central did a message on temptation, part eight. Oh yeah, that's me. That's me. Right. You say, well, why do you subscribe to yourself? Because I like to make sure it's showing up in the feed and I got to make sure it sounds okay and it looks okay. All right. Then five hours ago, um, I've got, I mean, I could just go through my, just, that's just my feed. Those are just the things I follow. Now, if I go to the sermon audio site and I click on newest audio, Newest audio, I, I mean, I don't even know. Uh, there, there are so many here. Okay, look, just on page one. These are the, the number of sermons that have been la- added in the last week. All right, are you ready? 6,540 sermons just in the last week. 6,500 
and 40. You, there, there's just no way to, to, to process and gather all of this information. There's just, it's, it, it's literally impossible. There, there's no way to funnel it. There's no way to like, I, it, it's just like, it's like literally walking up to an ocean and looking around going, okay, okay. And, and, and look, there's going to be a part of you is going to be, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't, I, what do I grab? What, what, what do I listen to? I don't know. I don't know. And it can make you very like, well, I don't, this is not very good. I'll go listen to something. Ah, that's not very good. Cause you just take it for granted. So I'm always thinking like, I wonder, I wonder what I could do. I went like, I, I'm always thinking like, what, forget me. Like, I'm not even worried about my content. I hope you understand this. This is not about how to get my content out there. I, I just, I died. I no longer count. This is just about how would you get that content? Two Christians in a meaningful way. If I had the ability, if I truly possess the ability, um, I wish, I mean, I could probably do it in a, like on, uh, on the theologycentral.net blog. I could probably do this to some level, right? I probably could do it to some level, but I constantly think of a, of a website kind of like the Drudge Report where he just, all he does is gather content from other news sources and just brings it to his page where he just then puts links. He puts the headline, you click the link, it takes you somewhere else. Like if I had the ability, I would create, I would create a Christian drudge report, right? Where I just constantly like, oh, here's another, I would just monitor the world of Christian podcasting sermons and just grab them. And then, you know, try to, the ones that I think are really good promote at the top and, and just try to like, I, I don't know, like do something that way for the, for the uh, sermons 2.0 app. If you go to sermon audio, to their website, you'll notice that they have a radio uh, function. I think even on the Sermons uh, 2.0 app, it's there. Let me look really quick. If I go to the Sermons 2.0 app, and I click the menu, radio. I can go to radio, and I can go sermon audio radio stream. Here we go. This. His love, his mercy, his justice, his goodness, his kindness. His justice is just mercy. All right, that's the uh, that's the sermon audio radio stream. Now you just you turn it on. There's there's just sermons playing. It's awesome. It's awesome. But even that you can kind of go well. I mean, you you just kind of you just jump in the middle and you just keep it on. I, you can do that, but you don't really have any rhyme or direction of what's coming at you or anything like that. You don't really you don't you don't really. Uh, you, you know, so some people may find that. I don't think, I don't think a lot of people use the feature. Maybe more people do than I think. But I, I'm always thinking of like, how could you improve, just improve that? So just, just, I just throw out this crazy theory, just create this crazy idea. And just so that you know, what I'm talking about as the Christian world, this is not a, a problem related to the Christian world. This is a problem for every streaming service. They're constantly thinking, How do we work on discovery? Because here's what happens. If you don't help people discover new programs that they want to see, if you don't keep placing content in front of them that keeps keeps them engaged in using that service, people will cancel, right? So music streaming services are always like, how do we help with music discovery? Well, they they create playlists. 
They create playlists, right? You know, whatever. Evening relaxation, evening chill, you know, summer night chill, whatever. They, they create all of the today's hits, whatever. They create these playlists so that, oh, you have a certain mood. There's the playlist and you keep, and that play, playlist becomes something you listen to all the time. They update it on a regular and consistent basis, which keeps you using that service because you love that playlist so much, right? Apple Music does three radio stations to keep you engaged by constantly playing new music and exposing you to new music and dropping new music. So it keeps people keeps people tuning in because you're discovering new music. So ever, even the world is constantly like, we've got all of this content. How do we get this content to the people? So they're actually, because we're paying, remember, those streaming services are paying to have that content. If no one's using it, if no one's watching it, they're paying for something that's not being utilized, right? So, so in the Christian world, it's not so much that who care, you know, whoa, you know, it's not being utilized, So it's a crime. It's a crime because someone could benefit from it. So I was thinking, if, let's just say, I just, I'll just throw this out theoretically. Just imagine if, say the sermon, like if if the sermon audio radio, sermon audio radio stream, can you imagine if the, just, just hear me out. I know you may think this is a crazy idea, but just hear me out. Can you imagine if the sermon audio radio stream had actual people hosting the radio stream, like a DJ, right? And then someone could come in and be like, all right, coming up for the next uh, hour or two, we are going to play five sermons on temptation. And whoever's hosting it, they just pick random sermons from the archives on uh, of sermon audio of sermons that are about temptation. And they just pull them in and uh, here, and then they come in in between each one. Okay. That one was from First Baptist Church, Oklahoma City. Coming up next, we're going to jump to, you know, Detroit, Michigan to First Presbyterian Church. And here's their sermon on temptation or James 1 or Deuteronomy 8, whatever passage of scripture. And they, and they, they, they play the four or five and then they're like, okay, you just heard four or five sermons on temptation. Next up, we're going to play three sermons that were just uploaded in the last hour. We don't know what these are about. These are just random. Here are the titles. These are, and then they come in between each one. In other words, keeping you, they're grouping them together by topic, by theme, mixing it up, changing it up. It's live. It's would that engage people discovering and utilizing all the content. I don't know if it would. I, I think it's probably a crazy idea, but I think it, I, to me, it would be awesome. I would love to host that, right? It would be great. Hey, coming up for the next hour, we're going to listen to four sermons, all right? Two from the Old Testament, two from the New, right? And we're just going to randomly pick. I don't know where we're going to go, but we're going to see. First up, oh, look at this. We're in Jeremiah. Okay, the second one, look at this. We're in Hosea. All right. Oh, wait, we're in Jude. Wait, we're in Revelation. And okay, coming up and just like all every kind of crazy idea you can come up with, right? Uh, four sermons on Psalm 1. All right. You know, four sermons on the deity of Christ. Four sermons on omniscience. Just three sermons, two sermons. You can mix up the length, uh, how many sermons. And I think it would engage engagement. And just forget, just forget um, Sermons 2.0 app. Just if you, if there was just a, like basically an online 
Christian radio stream that that's all they did. They had a team of people just constantly pulling content. Now, immediately what would happen is someone would be like, oh, I can't believe you played them. And oh, wait, their theology is wrong. And wait, no, but it would be trying to get access to all that is out there because so much of it is not utilized. Now, that, that requires someone to find a system. Drudge just, you know, he, Drudge Report, if you don't know the how famous Drudge Report is, I mean, I, it's super famous and we could go through the history of how it became famous. But, you know, it's just, uh, you go there and he just pulls, you know, the whole site is just headline, 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 headline from every news source you can imagine. He just gathers all the news from different sources and makes it available on one spot. Can you imagine if there was someone out there gathering all the Christian content, all the Christian content out there and saying, here you go, here you go, here you go. Coming up next, here you go. Coming up next, here you go. Now, Christian radio does that, but they are obviously very selective on what they play, when they play it. And then, and, you know, it's, it's, it's only certain ministries. This would be like, we're just, hey, we're going to town here. Here we go. And the good, the bad, the ugly. Now, some people would be like, well, you need someone to kind of offer their, their thoughts and opinions. I understand that. I mean, obviously, if I was the one hosting it, I'd be like, well, that sermon was trash, okay? For the next 45 minutes, you're going to hear me review what we just heard, okay? So I would be bad, probably bad to be the host for that. But I just think that there's so much out there, and it's just kind of sad. Like... I, I just saw, I don't even remember it was, I can't find the articles now. I thought I'd save them, but there was a two-part series on, I don't remember which Christian website, about how we're basically living in a spiritual, a time of spiritual famine. And I just think that that's complete garbage. We're not, we're not living in a time of spiritual famine. We're living in a time of drowning and spiritual content. Thousands of sermons are being uploaded per week. Thousands of Christian podcasts are being dropped every single week. Like we can't even, we don't even know where to start. We don't know where to stop. We don't know where to begin. We don't even know what to choose. And so we ultimately just don't choose anything. So what can you do? Well, for me, I haven't figured, I haven't figured out the secret yet. I know what I've been trying to do more of. What I've been trying to do more of is whenever I'm studying something, like it doesn't matter what it is, like right now, Deuteronomy chapter eight, okay? We, we did a little bit of work on that today. So as soon as I got done, I, I went to Sermons 2.0 or the sermon, the new sermonaudio.com beta site, and I typed in Deuteronomy chapter eight. And this popped up. The Prince of Preachers. Charles Haddon Spurgeon has been called England's greatest contribution to the spread of the gospel in the 19th century. One of his contemporaries said that the chief secret of Spurgeon's attractiveness was the fact that in every sermon, no matter what the text or the occasion, he explained the way of salvation in simple terms. 
Spurgeon's messages remain one of the great treasure houses of Christian literature, still bringing the light of the gospel and the comfort of the scriptures to hungry souls long after the preacher has passed into glory. This is Charles Kelsch inviting you to listen to a message from the Prince of Preachers. C.H. Spurgeon preached this message on November 10, 1861, in the Metropolitan Tabernacle. It is entitled, Bread for the Hungry. The text is found in Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 3. And he humbled thee, and suffered thee to hunger, and fed thee with manna, which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. This notable text shall teach us two lessons this morning. Its first utterance shall be concerning providence, and its second concerning the life of grace in the heart. Now, right there, I, I was already, I, I, I just started listening. And I stopped. And I'm like, wow, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3 teaches us God's providence and grace in the heart. Okay, that, I wonder how he's going to, which direction he's going to go. So at some point, I will listen to that. I'm trying to get better at doing that. Whatever I'm studying, whatever I'm studying is to just go to the Sermons 2.0 app and type in either the topic, the theme, or the text, and whatever pops up, just start choosing two, three, four sermons on there. I, I, I mentioned it, I think, today for people to, you know, pull up four or five sermons from, from Sermons 2.0 on James 1. Now, a lot of times when I try to get people to do that, most people, I, I think, just shrug their shoulders and like, ah, why, why, why am I doing that? Why? I don't care to do that. But for me, there's an archive there. We'll call it the vault of over two million sermons. Like, I can't, it's just like, is it ever going to be, I mean, look, how, is it going to be used or it just, it just feels like it's just going to go to waste. Now, I know I, I, I've taken it for granted. I haven't appreciated how much is there. That doesn't even get me started on the sermons on a sermon.net app. Or if I go to the Edify Christian podcast app. If I go to the Edify Christian Podcast app and I type in Deuteronomy chapter 8, immediately, here's what pops up. Deuteronomy 8 from Living Water Christian Fellowship a year ago. Um, Deuteronomy 7 through 8, obedience. Um, Deuteronomy 8 through 10, this is daily scripture reading. Uh, here, Deuteronomy chapter 31, well, that's not going to help us. Uh, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7 through 8, Calvary Chapel, Naples, uh, Deuteronomy 8, Harvest Podcast, Deuteronomy 8, uh, Reformed Baptist Church, Deuteronomy chapter 8, uh, Veritas Church, Iowa City. I mean, just, I mean, and I, I can keep saying load more, load more. I, I, I mean, just on the Edify Christian Podcast app, I probably couldn't listen to them all in my life. Don't even, I don't even know how many popped up on Sermons 2.0 app or the Sermon Audio uh, website. There was a lot. Uh, one person, I said something about listening to sermons on James 1 or on Temptation, and they sent me like a, a screenshot, and I think there was like 13,000 sermons on like Sermon Audio about that topic. I think it was 13,000. It was some crazy number. And I was like, that's Unbelievable unbelievable. In other words, I could just spend my life listening to sermons on that one topic. So what I've tried to do is whenever I'm, you know, let's say 
Look, I, I don't know how you do things. I don't know how you you structure your Christian life. I think the problem is we have so much available to us. I don't know if we if, if anyone has a good structure. But let's say I'm, you know, I reach down. See, do I have it right here? I got to reach down here. Okay. Feature, a daily Bible study guide. Let's say I open it up. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. All right. In fact, this is, well, they start here. Let me go back. All right, they start with 2 Corinthians 3, 1 through 18, four marks of a faithful Christian. That sounds interesting. Then uh, they go 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 10, and then they break down. So they introduce the four marks of a faithful Christian in 2 Corinthians 3. Then they use 2 Corinthians 4 to tell us what those faithful marks are, what the marks of a faithful Christian really are. And then they break them down over the next couple of days in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. So if I'm doing this and for like, say, a quick daily devotional or whatever, then guess what? Then I'm going to go, I'll pull up the Sermons 2.0 app. All right. So I will, I will look at that, read that, do a little bit work. I'll go grab the Sermons 2.0 app. I'll go to the little search function and I'll just type in 2 Corinthians 4. Hitting the microphone. And then here we are. All right, the first thing that pops up is a plain preacher. And this is how it's done. This is the very first thing that pops up. The very first thing. If it will play. privilege to be speaking at what I imagine may well be the first William Perkins conference uh, in the history of the Christian church. All right. I don't know what a William Perkins conference is. Obviously, it may be the first one that's ever happened in the history of the Christian church, but it's from Puritan Reformed Theological Seminary, and the text is 2 Corinthians chapter 4. So, Already, I, I, I found like, oh, I got to listen to that now. See, now I'm going to be, now I've got to go listen to that because I don't know what in the world that is. So, but that's, that's how I'm trying to utilize it. Whatever it is, and, and I'm trying to do that with the Edify Christian Podcast app and sermons.net and sermons 2.0. But, um, and then just grab one, just grab one and then just listen to it. I would challenge you to try to use these resources that way, especially these apps that have like millions of sermons. Just whatever it is you're studying, whatever it is, it doesn't matter if it's a doctrine, doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if it's a text, doesn't matter what it is, just whatever it is, you just look it up there and go, whatever is first, just hit play, whatever is first. Or sometimes what I'll do is because I, if I always pick the first one, then I feel like I'm missing uh, the others, right? So what I've started doing is I'll, I'll go to the screen when they all pull up, I just kind of swipe up. And then wherever it stops, boom, that's what I hit. I close my eyes and just boom, whatever it is. Now, guess what? There's days after days after days. I don't do this. There's days after days. I don't do this. But I think as Christians, we got to stop and ask ourselves. I mean, just, I just want you to think about this. We live in a day and age where you, the average Christian, 
has available to you. I want you to just try to wrap your mind around this. You have available to you as an average Christian, just in the palm of your hand with that phone, basically the entire history of Christianity from commentary, church fathers, printed sermons, audio sermons, all available to you. You have more available to you as an average Christian in 2023, then you can take pretty much all the Christians who ever lived combined throughout church history. You say there's no way to completely accurately measure that, but just think of what little Christians had available to them throughout the history of Christianity. And then you are sitting there with a phone and you literally, a sermon on any subject, sermon after sermon after sermon, right there, that's that's a lecture from a, a seminary. I got a seminary lecture at some conference that I'm not familiar with. But guess what? After listening to it, I'll become familiar with it. Um, you, I mean, you have you have every commentary. You have Greek and Hebrew tools. You have, you have Bible dictionaries. Bible, you've got it all available to you. Christians today should be the most biblically, theologically sophisticated and literate people in the entire history of the church. You have more available to you as a lay person in 2023 than all of the pastors and seminary professors and church fathers had available to them in their entire lives combined. That the church, you know why? Abundance destroys benefit. And appreciation. And it just destroys benefit. It destroys joy. It destroys appreciation. You take it for granted. You just take it for granted. We've got to find a way to utilize it. I mean, I, I wish, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I, I honestly don't know. I would love to try it one day. I would love to wake up at one. And I don't know how well, I don't know. I don't know what the copyright laws are. I'm going to, I'm going to have to find out. I may have to ask someone on Sermon Audio. Like if I don't broadcast on Spreaker, if I just broadcast on the Church One Sermons 2.0 app and basically go live and try it for like all day, just basically be a Christian I don't know what you would call it. It's, it would not even, it'd be like a sermon, sermons 2.0 radio hosted by theology central podcast. And I would be coming in and going, all right, guys, here we go. Are you ready? Today starts our live broadcast. We're going to kick off today with three sermons, whatever, whatever my topics, however, I, the, the it would be almost like creating a little playlist. I, one, I don't know if it would, if I could do that legally, uh, but I think I could because I would I'd be playing the sermons on the very platform where they're already hosted. I wouldn't be pulling those sermons out. I wouldn't be taking those sermons out um, and and posting them anywhere. I would just be broadcasting on that platform. I may try it. I mean, I may email them and see if that's possible because I would just see it would be interesting if people would participate in it for a day to see. Well, that would be a good idea. And actually, I think it's a, it's a trash idea, but I would love to do it. All right, coming up next. All right, in the last 15 minutes, these two sermons were just uploaded to the Sermons 2.0 app. Here we go. Boom, and hit play. And then what I could do is in between segments, I would have to... Um, 
like I would, you would want to break it up. Like if you could have some instrumental music, I'd have to find some instrumental music that I could buy that would, would be copyright acceptable and then play that and then come in and then maybe ask sermon uh, questions about the sermon that was just that. Oh, see, now I got, I, now see, and I'm going to get excited. Now I'd come up with a hundred ideas. I don't know if it would work. I don't know if it would be beneficial. I mean, I'm not even worried about my content. Not even worried about my content. It's not, this is not about self-promotion. It's about like, how in the world do, do we live in 2023 with more spiritual food available to us than at any time in the entire history of the church? And we seem to use so little of it. I, I'm always baffled when I look at any of the streaming services I use. I'm like, man. Like I'll just I'll like at the beginning of the month, you know, Hulu, like sometimes there's these uh, websites that will tell you all the new content added to Netflix, all the new content added, like coming up, it'll be May, all the new content coming to Hulu in May, all the new, co- and it'll tell you, and you'll look at that list and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to watch half of that coming up. And, and I won't even, I won't even get close to it. And so then it'll be like, why am I paying money for this again? Like, what am I really getting out of this? Well, in the meantime, I sometimes walk around as a Christian going, what's my problem? Why do I take this all for granted? Now, I'm not even talking about this like some legalistic, like I have to do it to prove that I'm saved. I hope I've not used any of that kind of language. I'm saying it just like, how can Christians in some sense be in such poor shape? when we have more available to us than we've ever had. What do you, I would love to get your ideas. Now for me, I, I I've told you what I try to do now is whenever, whatever the subject is that I'm going to, sometimes when I do a today's focus, whatever that subject is, immediately I go to sermons 2.0 and start looking and looking random sermons, looking at random sermons. But I think people are picky. You know what? I think that's what happens. The more that's available, the more picky you become, right? I mean, come on. True? Look, have you ever walked into the kitchen? You have no car. Maybe you have no way to, and you just got, like, you have no way to get any other food. And you look, and all of a sudden, something that you probably would not have even bothered to eat ever. (laughs) All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I've got that. And you eat it, and you're like, this is so good. It's only good because you don't have anything. But if you had 15 other things available, you'd be like, ugh. Someone even suggested. You're like, what do you think I am? A dog? I'm not eating that. But all of a sudden, no uh, no other options. You're like, this is gourmet. This is the greatest thing I've ever eaten. And so I, I, I just think we take it for granted. See, now I can click on a sermon like, uh, nah, nah, next. You can click on a show on Netflix, nah, nah, next. Like, you're not even worried about it. If you rented a movie, you didn't like, ah, oh, just stop it and take it back. You're like, man, I paid $2 for this rental. I'm going to, wa- I may watch it twice. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to rewind it because I don't want to get a, 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 an extra fee for rewinding. Okay. All right. You get, all right. Never mind. That's dated. All right. I, I can't be anything, anything, anything will work. Anything will work. Uh, but it's like, you know, it's Thursday night. It's 9.52 p.m., right? At 11 p.m. on the music streaming apps. 
it's like new music day. All of a sudden, all this new music is just going to start showing up all over the app. All, uh, Apple Music is the primary one I use. Boom, boom, boom. I just love watching it. It's like it's like someone unlocking the door and I get to walk into the to the record store on New Music Day. And guess what? I can listen to anything. But you know what? I'll find my ten- I, I I tried to never allow myself to do this, but I'll like I'll start I'll 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 grab the first one, oh, you know, tap on it and hit play and I may go, "Okay, let me go to another one." And I'll say, "Well, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm not I'm not appreciating appreciating what's here." Because there would have been a time I would not have even had the opportunity to listen to it. I could have just walked through the record store and saw the cover, but couldn't. I didn't have the money to buy it. Now I can actually listen to it. And what do I do? Ah, eh, well, not so good. I'll go to my next thing. Why am I acting like a spoiled brat? Like, enjoy it. Experience it. Then move on to the next thing. I don't know. I know that I've spent 51 minutes mainly just talking to myself, but I do wish that there was a way to help people get more. I just know that even, 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 even if I do everything I can, right? I'm like, okay, hey guys, 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 we're in the Bible study exercise. We worked on James 1. I gave you my very unique perspective on it. Hey, go to the Sermons 2.0 app, look up, do a search for James 1 and find five, three, four random sermons and just start listening and just compare, contrast their perspective with my perspective. Go. You know how many, we could have 500 downloads. Guess how many people would probably participate in that exercise? Five, 10 people, maybe. And it's nothing against those who don't participate. It's just, we're like, ah, well, I don't want to listen to another sermon. And I understand why. Right, I could I, that that Charles Haddon Spurgeon sermon on Deuteronomy eight. I definitely want to listen to it. That one that we just heard on Second uh, Corinthians four from some conference that I don't know what it is. All right, I got them now ready to listen to. But I'm I'm probably going to go downstairs and do something else now. So now when I get ready to go to bed, oh, but you know what I like to do when I go to bed? I love to listen to radio drama, classic radio dramas from the thirties, forties, fifties. I love that. I mean, I eat that stuff up. I, I listen to, I can't even tell you how many of those I listen to. Well, wait a minute. I got all the, I got all the news podcasts. Well, wait, I got coast to coast AM. Wait, wait. Oh man. What do I listen to? And guess what will happen? Good chance. None of those sermons will get listened to. Now, I'm not saying that that means I'm not saved. See, I'm not, I'm not coming at it from that approach. I'm not saying that doesn't mean I, doesn't, I don't love God. It just means that we've got to realize the spiritual abundance that's been handed to us and how we do a lot of, eh, whatever, and walk right on by it. Tell me what you think. And I, may, and I am going to try to talk to Sermon Audio to see if I would be allowed to do that. Because I would love to try it just to see what it would be like, just to see what it would be. If we could do it in a way that would be engaging, fun, like fun, engaging, um, interesting, I I think we could do it. It would, it would, I I mean, I would have to dedicate like, you know, (laughs) I'd have, I mean, like, you know, I, I would have to dedicate a whole day and basically night to do it. I mean, I would have to just basically like, I don't know if I, I think I could go from 
eight in the morning. I, I, I think I could probably almost pull off 24 hours. I, pro- I possibly could probably pull off 24 hours of broadcasting. Um, but I think it would be, maybe we can try it. I don't, I know a little, we'll see what people think. See what people think. If, if Sermon Audio was saying, well, you're not violating any copyright because you're playing it on our platform. You're not uh, uploading it as a, as a uh, podcast. So it's not going anywhere. So yeah, you're just broadcasting it on our airwaves. Go for, and you're not criticizing it. You're not analyzing it. Go for it. If they give me the approval, then I think I'm gonna build. I'm gonna hype it up, and then um, I, I'm gonna wake up early one morning, get up here, and just go, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Theology Central brings to you Sermons 2.0 Radio live. I don't know what we'll call it, and then we'll play the sermon. Hopefully, um, uh, some kind of instrumental break, like instrumental music, hymn, something along the, that I pay for, that you know I get the, the rights to. Maybe one or two of those, and then come in and go, we just listened to a sermon. Here are four questions about that sermon, right? And, uh, and, and you know, do, just so that you remember it, okay? Then maybe read the text again and go, okay, now, are you ready? Right? Take a deep breath. Here we go. Now, coming up next is the next sermon in this thematic block. And I I think, I think it would be awesome to do that. I think it would be awesome. But maybe what I think is awesome, everyone else is going, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard in the history of humankind. I do have stupid ideas. I'm very aware of that. All right. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Everyone have a wonderful, 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 wonderful night. And hey, grab the Sermons 2.0 app and just pick up Deuteronomy 8. Just look up random sermons on Deuteronomy 8. All right. Do that tonight, especially if you're participating in our Bible study exercise. All right. Thanks for listening. Sorry if I wasted your time. I wasn't trying to, but yeah, we've got, we got to do something about, I, I can't, I'm tired of seeing articles that we are living in a spiritual famine. It's just, that's not true. If this, if this is a spiritual famine, I would hate to see what a famine looks like. All right. Thanks for listening. God bless.